that's the cool side of uh, about walking with Christ is you're going to be, right? You can take on almost anything. dogs and fleas pull up a chair and sit on your knees we have a story to tell you that we are still learning about welcome to talk the walk my name is henry moses and my name is gabriel moses and we are super happy to be here and thank you for joining us wherever you may be yeah i love how you said still still it made me think of so much that i'm still learning oh yeah right off the bat it's going to be the case all the way to the end. All the way to the end. Oh, yeah. Oh. We got a ways to go. So I do have something funny to bring up. Uh-huh. Right from the start. I'll tell you if it's funny. Yeah, you're not going to think it's funny. Uh, so what's so funny about I was, it? I was talking with one of our listeners this week. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Uh, a and I'm not lady funny, named you. Carmen Cosby. Oh. We were chatting back and forth a little bit. Yep. And... uh she is talking about we're we're pretty funny. Oh, really? Now, at the same time, our producer has said we've gotten less funny as time has gone <laughs> on. We've gotten a little too serious, so we'll dive into that in a little bit. But sorry for the seriousness. Yes, that's good to 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 you know re, to kind of adjust your compass and that. Sometimes the topic to just time. draws out seriousness, and sometimes something funny that tickles you yeah. comes right on out of your mouth. So. Uh, we were chatting back and forth, and I was like, hey, I know I, I appreciate that you think we're both funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I know where this is going. You know where this is going. I it's said, probably hey, true. I don't care. Which one? I'm, I'm definitely funnier, funnier than you. Which Fine. one's funnier? Funnier looking. Yes, you are. <laughs> but we're talking she's about like, just straight up funny. She said the Henry Moe is. Yeah, well, she had to. She was talking to me. And she actually knows me a little bit. So, I mean, I pressured her into it. I'm not going to say I didn't. But she did give in to peer pressure. She, you pressured her. I mean, she, I bet she, you are. What I would say is she gave in to the truth. You know, well, just I told her, her. I just said, Come her who's because she said, she said, you're so funny. Because I, when I asked her that, she said, you're so funny. And she said, uh, I think you're both hilarious, blah, 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 blah. And I said, and Carmen is the least. We talked about it a little bit, I think, last week. Uh-huh. And she's one of the least PC people I've ever known in the history of life. Yay. I mean, she ain't scared. Yay. But she shot. That was a PC response. That is. That's diplomatic. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. And so I said, when You're did you become funny. Queen PC? Now, who's funnier? We want to know who's the funniest. Yeah. I mean, if, if it ain't me, tell me. But since it is me, tell me. There's so many different kinds of funny, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of different boys. Like different types of shrimp? Yeah, yeah. shrimp, fried shrimp. You got gum, what? Shrimp gumbo shrimp. You got funny looking. You got oh, me on that one. Funny looking? You got, you got what? Dry you, comedy. You got nothing. You got dry comedy. I can't. You're... You don't you even got, think of it. You got, well. I can feel it. What is slapstick? Uh, I'm not slapstick. I'm going to slap you with a stick. I don't know. What would you say my comedy is? Your comedy is like, you got wittiness. That's the thing that gives you your edge. All right. You got wittiness. That. Yeah. 
But every now and then, your timing is not that funny. Oh, it's awesome. I just can't get on with that. Sometimes I'm like, this is not the moment for that. Um, I'm sure you you do think that. That makes you think it's the time. And I'm I'm sure you catch that left hook. Yeah, of course you're going to think this ain't the time for that. I mean, left hook never feels good. But if somebody's if somebody's down in a bad spot or something. Oh yeah, no, I can I can be a little awkward. It's awkward. That is true. I'm like, I don't know, brother. That is true. That may be. It's less so as I've gotten older, but it is. No, you've when I was younger, it was. You've refined your comedy. I burnt my own self enough times that I thought you need to grow up a little bit. You were flipping my old shot glass. I'll never forget it. What's that got to do with anything? I'm just That's mad. It's not I'm even about comedy. About Why are you, you? You need to calm down. No, no. Oh, you. Need I'm to thinking, forgive, of your, dude. I, th- I feel like we've already talked about forgiveness on this. I want you to do it on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> look, I, I probably saved you from filling that thing up and chugging it down. Like I probably saved your life. We're talking about a shot glass. This is the stretch of all time. Well, you got to do what you got to do in the moment. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm putting your hands up. I'd probably gotcha. say, you know, the, the best thing about comedy is you got to have wit and timing. And I mean, you got you got wit. You say some funny stuff. But what are the different types of comedy? Oh, you got the wit. You got that dry comedy, Mr. Bean comedy. I'm not that. Oh, doggone, I don't like that. I can't handle that. Now, would you say would you say Will Ferrell is Mr. Bean top comedy? He's a step up. He's a step up from Mr. Man. I, I can't take Which, most. Of I'm not gonna lie. Stuff. I didn't even. No, I, I think he's like one of the nicest dudes. Have you ever seen Mr. Bean? I didn't even uh, watch it. I think I think I got four. So so he was in a movie that I like called Rat Race. All right. And it's awesome. I mean, it's such a good movie. It's hilarious. I'm sure he it's got that. a whole bunch of funny characters in it. And they're all, I can't even remember what they're raced for, but boy, it's funny. And now I, I hadn't watched it in a long time. So there's something that shouldn't be on there. You know, I can't think of it, but I'm like, there's oh, something that shouldn't be on anywhere. almost every movie on every movie. And you get, you, that is, that's a podcast right there. What, do, what can I watch? What can I listen to? Yeah, that's a, that's a the, should I watch a Disney movie? Should yeah. I go to Disney World? Oh, yeah, we could. We could. There's a lot. Of, oh, you got you got mad when I brought that up last week. It was how you brought it up. You're giving me stink. Eye. It was how you brought it, it up. It was an accident. You need to just. You're relax. an accident. I mean, I mean, it's just. You wish I was an accident that didn't happen. I know that. Nah, you're a good big brother. Oh, see what I did there? You reversed me. Oh, yeah, I reversed it. I got sad. Back that thing up. Yeah, I backed up. Back that thing up. I was like, no big brother. Good grief. Poof. That would make me have to be the big brother. Poof. No, no. I am a big brother, but not to Jenny. Hey, you got to embrace your uh-huh. role. What, what? I think you just got to embrace your role, wherever you're at. Hierarchy. The pecking order. You do need to embrace it. Yeah. That's, that's another podcast. Good gosh. I, I like my role. I like my role too. But Apparently, middle children—they they all have their pros and their cons. So what? Middle children, youngest child, oldest child. Yeah, and then whatever the middle in between there. We have two middles in between there. So, so they say youngest ones are spoiled, oldest ones are what? Annoying to the rest of them. Like responsible, like <laughs> detailed, and 
and you know protective mm-hmm. and yeah. incredibly true, true, smart true. And awesome good looking. looking yeah yeah just or in the words of adam sandler you're extremely good looking i'm not <laughs> i'm i'm very ugly <laughs> you're smart i'm dumb <laughs> adam sandler must be a middle child oh yeah is that the way you feel He's a little wild. I think he's a little bit careless. I'm a I little saw it. Did you see? I think I sent to you. Did you watch that video I sent to you the other day? Who? Which one? With the happy Gilmore, Bob Barker, and and it wouldn't let me pull it up. Again. No, because there's too many. There's too many media or whatever. It wouldn't pull it up. No. It, all it did was volume, and I was like, this is dumb. All sad. I did was volume. That's what I wasn't sure if I was YouTube. listening to a commercial or if, I, if nah, it was just a YouTube. You, you I wanted to see the wrong it, one. It was all way at the bottom, so you may have clicked at the wrong one. Oh. It was kind of oh, wrong. I probably did. I was you probably clicked on the wrong one, but it's, it, it's funny, boy. It's like they get, they go at it again, and they're all at first they're buddies, and they're like, "You probably think we don't talk anymore, you know?" And all <laughs> this. For those of you that don't know, they're pro- you're probably bored to tears. Like, what are you talking about? And the movie Happy Gilmore. They end up Bob Barker, who was the host of Price is Right. So he was 70 years old on the set of Happy Gilmore. Dang, man. And they have Bob Barker put a whipping on Adam Sandler in the movie. And uh, and so anyway, here, you know, all these years later when Bob Barker's in his late 80s, they do it again. They do kind of a remix. And so they're saying, oh, you probably, you guys probably think that we don't like each other. And he's got his penguins jersey on again oh and all gosh that. and they're like kind of talking being friends and before you know it they're, they're getting they're going it. after each other who won bob barker throws a bedpan at him you know with <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're and they're going next thing you know it says here lies bob barker here lies adam sandler and their graves and all this then it shows them in heaven going at it oh gosh <laughs> that's pretty funny that's uh, pretty funny no, my favorite line there was, uh, you want a piece of me? I want the whole thing. I'm like, uh, I want the whole, I want the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, there's a response. Well, then that was Bob Barker that said that. Uh-huh. And they apparently told Bob Barker because he was 70. They were like, oh, yeah, you're, we're not going to actually have you doing it. You know, this and that. We're He's like, a, oh, whatever. We're going to have a stunt double. He was like, a stunt double? <laughs> he was like, I'm doing my own fighting. I got this. And well, they just they didn't want to mess with me. Did you ever okay. know that he trained a little bit with Bruce Lee? Well, you didn't know that. Then did it you? makes sense that he whipped Happy yeah. Gilmore. He he actually trained a little bit with under Bruce Lee, Bob Barker. I did not know this. <laughs> Some crazy. Are you sure about that? 95. 95%. I mean, is that have you has that been fact checked? Has your mama been fact, fact, fact checked? Fact checked. <laughs> uh, that's your mama you're talking about there. You know what? If I yeah. said it, that's fact, Gina. I don't know, but she listens to this show, so she's gonna be laughing. I'm sure she'll be hitting you up. She's like, what I think you say? my mama is wonderful. But apparently, you think she needs to be fact checked. Are you so sure I you're not the youngest child? I think she's pretty great. I love you, mom. I don't think it. I know it. Well, you're talking about having a fact checker. 
I, I trust my mama. My mom knows I love her, so I can make My mama jokes. beat up your mama. What do you think about that? Bruce Lee. Interesting, though, right? My mama beat up Bruce Lee, too. Mm. Mm. Now, so, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How you like them apples? I got nothing for apples. Oh, that's right. What are you even saying? That's right. Uh, I don't even, I've lost. Boo-hoo. In the words of Uncle Si, boo-hoo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pray for you, you, you. Uh, uh. (laughs) Well, I feel like everybody's had about their feel of us, so. Yeah. We may as well we've, do a little discussion. We've established that neither, we are, neither of us are funny. We have decided the people have spoken, mm-hmm. and we're going back to the single episode. Okay. We're going to make that happen. And we're going to have just discussions and let it rip. Okay. So on that note, you know, everybody has a different testimony, Gabe. Everybody has a different, anybody that's come to Christ mm-hmm. has their own way they've done it. Now, my story, we told our testimonies at the beginning before we knew how to speak into a microphone when we get all nervous and scared to death, long pauses and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we told our testimonies. Feel free to go back. Anybody that's listening to this wants to go back and listen to them at your own risk. You know, we will have you sign a waiver. Before you go listen to the early episodes, because you might not ever be the same again. I mean, it is pretty rough. I've but, been too scared to ever go back and listen. No, you yeah, know, I ain't like, doing that. Well, I know my own testimony. In fact, if you'll just send us a prayer request before you go do it, we'll pray for you ahead of time. There you go. That you make it back. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, so we told our testimony, but everybody has a different story about how they came to Christ. Mine was rough. Well, you know, like we grew up knowing the Lord. Um, but man, you know, I really put myself through hell for about six, seven years. Um, put myself in some really, really bad situations and I almost ended up dead, you know, all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and boy, I mean, when it was time to turn my life back to God, uh, it was, it was very easy. I was very grateful. Um, and I was very aware of the nastiness of my soul that yeah. I'd put myself into. Right. Mm-hmm. But you think of the people that have everything never really have problems, which has not ever been me. Um, and and it, it can at times be tough to for them to, to find their way. And you think of the scripture, it's easier for a rich man to enter into the eye of a needle than to pass through the gates of heaven. Uh no, it's it's easier for a camel. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> I was like, something <laughs> wrong here. Well, it'd be hard for both, but yes, <laughs> easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Um and and Gabe, but like I think of, uh, I think of the movie God's Not Dead, right? You know, see what I'm talking about? I do. The rich guy that's on there, the guy that played Superman once, and all this, and and he's talking about, um, he's talking, you know, he's an atheist, and his mom's a Christian, 
very strong Christian. Was, yeah, she died, yep. And, I mean, no, she was still alive on there. But nope. I don't know what On God's talking. Not Dead? Yeah. The professor, his mother's been dead. The whole oh, life. that's not who I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about the atheist rich guy that was dating the girl that got cancer. Oh, that other guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few storylines in this movie. Yeah. Oh, and they both played superheroes. Because one played Hercules. <laughs> so that's probably where you got mixed up. One was Superman, one was Hercules. One was that's Hercules. funny. Yeah, that's probably where you got mixed up. I never like, thought about you, that. What are you? Why'd you jump to court? And I'm like, oh, yeah, he did play superhero. <laughs> that's true. So, anyway, no, the other superhero. One of them's mom was dead. The other one's mom was dying. Yes. Yeah. So, in this case, yeah, it was she had, uh, she had a. Uh, Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. Right. Right. And so, but, but in it, you know, he's, he's talking, man, he doesn't believe in God, you know, all this kind of stuff. And she kind of made the line, I'm going to butcher it, but she kind of threw out the idea and she was hardly even able to talk. Yeah. And he's like, why would I need God? This and that, you know, I've got everything I need. Yeah. And she makes some, a, a comment somewhere along the lines of sometimes the devil will allow you to have everything you need to prevent or you want. from real or want to, to prevent you from realizing that you need a savior. Yeah. You know, he's got you right where he wants you. And so you brought up the idea that it can be tougher when you've got everything you need to see Christ for people to who, see the need for, for people Christ. who haven't right. been broken. Right. Who haven't experienced hard hardship. If they're just cruising through life, you got plenty of money or um, plenty of friends, plenty of this, plenty of that. It's It definitely is harder for someone to recognize their need for God because they think they got it all. They yeah. think they got everything. Why would I? I don't need anything. I don't even want anything else. I've got everything. So how? How does a person like that recognize what they don't have? I don't know. I mean, you know, if I'm... I mean, who who's somebody you would think about right now? Seriously? We're going to throw their name down here? <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't saying it has to be somebody that we know. Okay, because I'm like, I don't want to be judgmental. but No, 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 no. But, but you know, think of a celebrity. Uh, okay. You know? almost, or it's, almost, let's almost say celebrities celebrity, in general. Yeah. I mean, uh, for here's the most what I part. Think. I think about kids sometimes, these 17, 18-year-old kids that they've been given way too much. The cell phone, the, the cool car, they got the friends, you know, and that's at the early age that they're growing into this mentality of, well, why do you need anything else? You think you're invincible? You also think you're invincible? Because that's another thing. I mean, the, the more time goes on, you realize you're less invincible. If you've still survived at that point, mm -hmm. kind of kind of goes along the same lines. The better your health, the less likely mm -hmm. you are to, to turn to God. Yes. The more... The but, more success you have. Yeah. I wonder There's, how many deathbed salvations or people even say, yeah. you know what, whenever I get to that point, I'll submit my soul to Christ. Yeah, right. But you don't know. Unfortunately, you don't know if you're going to be chilling on a uh -uh. deathbed. You, you might go in about a bit of a hurry. It might be a moment. So I, it usually takes, you take that same 18-year-old kid who's got the cool car, wealthy parents, lots of friends and popularity and success with everything. And you, you stick him in a car wreck, kill one of his friends 
or two, but he don't die. Mm. Suddenly he's got something to think about. Yeah. 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 At that point, things change. Things just got real. Hey, go, what, what just happened? And now your heart is confused. Your mind is confused. You have, you have to stop and go, maybe things aren't what I thought they were, but it takes that sometimes. That's the hard part is for people who have been through hell on earth, man, they seem way more, they seem way more open to, is God real? Does he love me? Should I learn about him? Then the person who has plenty. Well, that's got my mind spinning in so many different directions because in one way, I think, you know, I mean, it's so biblical because think about the Pharisees, you know, they thought they already had it all figured out, had everything they need. Right. Yeah. Um, and really they were in a world of hurt and a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, but you think about the Gentiles, you think about the Samaritan woman at the well, um, who I was listening to somebody talk about it. It may have been on the, the unashamed podcast. Um, but they were, they were talking about how the, uh, Samaritans were like half breed Jews. Did you know that? No. Half breed Jews. No idea. And half breed Gentiles. Like these people, apparently 10 tribes had gotten separated from, from Israel and, and had been conquered and all this stuff. And only two tribes were left. Um, and then over time, you know, they came back and whatnot, but the Samaritans were the offshoots of Jews who had been fully Jews and, and having sex with Gentiles and, and all that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they were so downcast from or looked down upon from okay from uh from from the Jews. So it kind of gives a lot of light to the idea of the good Samaritan, right? Yeah. Um and uh and so anyway, but you think about you think about um you know, the woman at the well who was a Samaritan and who was just so appreciative of Christ talking to her at the well. Right. She's like, you shouldn't even be talking to me. Why are you talking to me? You know, all this kind of stuff. Whereas the Pharisees are just kind of, oh, who do you think you are to forgive sins? And, you know, like, oh, you can heal. Oh, oh my gosh. Why are your disciples eating food? On literally, you know, literally questioning yeah. God. Oh, yeah. You know, because they, they just think, man, we got it all figured out. Right. And that's the big deception. I, I know what's important to know. Yeah. I know the most important things there yeah. are to know. And it's like, you don't know squat. You actually don't have the first clue. You think you do. Mm. And that's the deception, right? I mean, that's the part. If if you, brother, think yeah. you know everything, are you going to yeah. listen to me? Nope. And if I think I know everything. Which that's a scary thing. I listen I mean, to anybody. That can happen to us in our walks. Without realizing it, I'll tell you what, if you find out, if you, if I think if you catch yourself too many times at church saying, uh, oh yeah, I already know all this. Mm -hmm. If that happens too often. Yeah. That could be an indicator that you got a problem. Yeah. (laughs) You might want to double check your 
at that your point. Your humility and your arrogance. You probably think you should be the one up on the stage talking. Yeah. That's why teachers would say, you want to come up here and teach this class? Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's put you in check here for a second. Uh, Henry Moses. Woo. I'm always like, uh-oh. Like, I don't mind. I like to talk. But I don't like getting called out in front of people. And that makes me think of something else I saw. You know, everything's about smart aleckiness these days. Yep. You know, wittiness. Who's, you know, we were joking about it earlier. But, yeah, yeah. you know, people on, you know, the television shows, all this stuff, they want to be viewed as quicker, wittier, funnier, faster, stronger, smarter. And you, you look at it and you, you see the teacher will call out some student for daydreaming or doing something he wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to. And you want to come up here and teach this class. And then the, this kid who's some brilliant genius gets up there and schools the teacher. And I'm like, that's the culture we live in where you act like that's the way it is. Yeah. Like kids are smarter than teachers. Yeah. Kids are smarter than their parents. You wonder where this pride comes well, from. That's it, what social media Wants it to be anything with that totally destructive to the whole fabric of who we're supposed to be in God. And I, and I laugh at these things and I, and I make jokes. My kids will watch, they'll watch this stupid little superhero. The kids are this TV, this movie is about the kids are the, are children of the, all these superheroes, right? Yeah. But all the adult superheroes get trapped by the villain and their kids oh rescue them. Gosh. Oh yeah. What oh, movie yeah. is this? I don't even know the name of it, Henry. Is, is it an older one? Mm, no, it's probably in the last few years. Oh and and I and I just look at my kids. I said, "Why are y'all watching this dumb stuff?" And they're like, "It's cool." And I'm like, "You ain't never gonna be rescuing me as a nine year old." Okay, let me just tell you that that don't happen. That's not reality. These these movies want you to think that you're the rock star and us parents are idiots and the adults are idiots and that authority, the law, police officers, judges are all stupid compared to you. Not true. Not true. So don't you ever take that approach with me. Not true, not biblical. Or I'll bend your little butt over and give you a whooping. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. uh, So it just, but it's the way, it's the way that, um, the secular world wants kids to think and be, and it starts there. I know everything. I'm smarter than everybody else. Why do I need God? Ultimately they don't love God. The secular world does not love God. They're not living for God or care. And they want to pitch their idea. They want it to be known. You don't need God. And I'm like, how ignorant could you be? Apparently you could be very ignorant. Oh, you can be pretty ignorant, and I've been there, done that. <laughs> it's limited. You know, the only thing that makes me smart enough at all, smart at all, is that I know I got a long way to go. But I just wonder, and I wish we had. You know, it'd be fun to have somebody have an atheist come on here sometime. Not an atheist, but but uh, somebody a prior atheist. Okay. Well, why not? Somebody that because we were because we were raised Christian, right? Mm-hmm. So you could say, well, even though I went through the hard times. And it was easier for me to turn to the Lord. Also, I had an understanding of his grace or maybe a misunderstanding of it mm-hmm. that gave me a false sense of security that I would be okay in the long run. 
You know what I'm saying? And that yeah, maybe, that's a risky road. That maybe helped me to to swing back around when it came time, right? Yeah. Because I at least had had a foundation. Yeah. So you wonder if that didn't help me to, you know, to, to swing back around whenever the time came. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, going back to the idea of the guy on, on God's not dead on the first one, which yeah. if you, if you haven't seen that, go watch it, oh, do it yeah. now, do it now. It's a great movie. Um, it would be, I mean, it would be, that'd be a different journey. If you've got everything made and you're an atheist, that's why I like the way Todd Friel does it. He helps, he brings the law to the table, right? Mm-hmm. So Todd Friel has a thing called Witness Wednesdays with Wretched Radio, right? And every Wednesday they go out and witness on college campuses. And they sit and they talk with college-aged people, mm-hmm. adults, and, and, you know, he just is really good at opening up the conversation. And then as time goes on, he works into discussing, you know, are you a sinner? Aren't you a sinner? Yeah. Um, helping him understand the kind of the need for salvation and just kind of walks with them through the Ten Commandments. Even just a few of them mm-hmm. to help them to see, to help them to be able to see the need for salvation. Because we generally think that we're, we're good, right? That I, I think a lot of people think by nature human beings are good. Oh, I see what you're saying. Not good to go to heaven, but good just no, a good, no. good person. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and and because of that, that we're probably going to heaven if there is a heaven, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Yeah. So first you have to understand that you're a sinner in the first place. Yeah. You know, and you do that by, I don't know, evaluating the law and going on from there. Well, that's why the whole thing is pointless without the Bible. What are you're good? What? You say you're good? Good by what standard? Yeah. That's why I love it. God can't, we can't see God's face because of the sin on us. It would kill us, right? Is that, is that true? Mm-hmm. That's how much sin doesn't have a place with God. But ever, even the best of people poof. who aren't saved, but just some some people are just naturally so good, like our brother-in-law Josh. He just, man, he just so, he seems so good, right? Yeah, but even Doesn't that he feel relatively. Like, but that's my point. Yeah. It, you know, for sec, for people who are. It'd be real people. easy to be confident if, if you were Josh, but not a Christian. Yeah. You'd think, no, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm a hard worker. I treat people well. But good based on what standard? Because even yeah. Josh has had moments of anger, and I guarantee you, I haven't seen him, but <laughs> he's had moments of anger where he sinned. Bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. Guarantee. Christ said if you've even looked at a woman with lust, you've already committed if you it. want to murder somebody, I mean, yeah. be careful how yeah. your heart goes. Yeah. Where's the state of your spirit and your heart? All this. I'm like... Even the best of people is still, as the Bible says, as filthy rags to God mm. because that's how pure he is. So when people, they don't recognize and they need to understand and ha- someone has to help them to get there to where they recognize how wretched you are, how bad you are, how much sin has dominated your life and you didn't even know it. 
But until that breaking happens, there comes around back to the breaking. And people need to be broken. The best servants are the ones who just know. I am a terrible example of what we should be in this world. I'm I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm you know, bad. I think they need to be broken. And I think they need to have something to look to. Which is where, how we live our lives. Around, especially around sinners. Is so important. So you're saying someone like us to look to? Yeah. Just to have an idea. Like they know you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know. Having someone that's an idea of, man, that person has something I don't. Yeah, yeah. true. I've, but of seen course- them, I've seen them go through hard times. I've seen them have these troubles, and I've seen the way they've walked through it, and it's different than how I'm walking through yeah. it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That If I was an atheist, that would make me think there's something different over there in my neighbor's yard than Mm -hmm. there is in my yard. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It would make me want to wonder, at least research it. Carrie's got these friends and they're Christian and Carrie, my wife, Carrie, she, she was talking about these people that while Carrie was going through her really, really hard time, these people, um, had like three or four atrocities hit them and they were camping or something out in the, you know, out in the wilds and a freaking tree fell on them. They were in their tent and a tree fell on them. This husband and wife and almost killed them. They had to be recovery. A lot of stuff. It was just crazy. Uh And then like two or three other atrocities happened to them. And they still, were when they bumped into Carrie, we're more interested about how are you doing? We know you're going through a lot of hard stuff as she was going through a divorce. We know this is tough. We're praying for you. You know, while they had just had like three or four or five really, really death experience, almost, you know, just a lot of, and I'm like, that is, that is the place of somebody. That's the heart of somebody whose place is with God. Yep. You know, it's not selfish thinking. They're not, they're not, they're not sitting there going, "Oh, woe is me! Oh, life just got whatever." That's the cool side of about walking with Christ is you're gonna be, right? You can take on almost anything because He's with you. Yeah, true. And an atheist doesn't have that. They don't have Him with them. Well, that's, they're walking alone. That's why I think the Scripture says, "Everything you do, do it as unto the Lord." Because why? Like, what's the point of that? What's the point of that scripture? Yes, it's to glorify God, but how do we glorify God? By pointing other people towards him. Right. So if everything we're doing, including how we're handling sickness, how we're handling poverty, you know, how how we're handling wealth. Death. How we're handling death, right. Wealth, money, anything. All of it. If we handle all that well and steward it well, you know, I, gosh, man, I feel like I heard a sermon a long time ago called Don't Waste Your Sickness. And, and, I, and what was it? Gosh, I wish I could remember who taught it, but it was somebody that had cancer. Mm-hmm. 
And he was talking about using that cancer to point people to God. Yep. Yep. Because in the end, it's all about God. Yeah. It's all about finding your way to him. That's it. So anything can be used to point to God. Absolutely. I think that's a good point. Cancer. Sickness. A guy on death row. I mean, these are the ultimates because you're dead. Now you're now you're dead. Wealth, you know, having wealth, but still being able to to act like you're no better than anybody else around you, mm-hmm. or act in a way that says not to act like per se, but to actually let that be who you are. That you bless people. You'd rather spend time blessing people and. And sitting with a homeless person in the gutter or whatever the case may be, whatever God leads you to do, then then driving around your Ferrari and, you know, getting out and walking in slow motion while you you know, pop your duster off or whatever. Right. You know. Right. In slow motion. Like like Will Smith on Bad Boys, you know, walking in slow pop motion. Pop that pop that color. Yeah, pop that color. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Who's the richest person you you can think of, whether you know him or not, um, who seems like they're that way? Broken. Okay. Who seems like they who who Hold appear on. to be I with, gotta blow my nose. Keep talking. Who appear to be with Christ, living for Christ, with with reasonable humility and all these things. Who is the richest person you know like that that you can think of? I'm thinking. Okay, the richest person that that uh, seems to walk with Christ that is broken that you can tell sure, they're broken. Man. Probably, uh, probably the the owner of uh, Hobby Lobby. Okay, what's his name? Dan Kathy. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Why him? He seems humble to you. Man, he yeah, Ooh, yeah. It's just the it's just the humility that he showed and servant hearted. Yeah, uh, and, and 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 willingness to lose it all to, to spread the gospel. You know the willingness to. I mean, they still you know they, they take out a full page ad in the paper with the message of the gospel every Christmas and yeah, do different things like that that they catch a hardcore flack over. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he just yeah I feel like that's somebody that if I met him today or or if a McDonald's clerk met him today he would sit and talk with yeah and be cool with you know yeah Jesus said if you've done if you've um, done unto these talking about widows and people in prison and mm-hmm. orphans you've done unto me you know as you've done unto them you've done unto me. Or not, or not. What's our what? What is our focus? But it, but it, you know, if if I was if I was in that state, I think that's what would help to pull me out of the rut. If I was in in a state where I was kind of lost, because man, man, you think about relatives and you're trying to talk to them, and they seem to have everything going for them, but you just don't know. And 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 because and because of that, they don't really have any interest in the message of the gospel. Mm-hmm. But you don't know when that time's going to come. Well, that's my whole point. Yeah, that's the whole thing. 
is there there's people who are not going to spend their life mm-hmm. in eternity with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do it. It doesn't matter how much you love them. It doesn't matter how much you care about them. They will not be there unless unless they give their life over to Jesus. And the hard thing is if you have too much, it's harder for people to do that. It seems like the people who have been kicked around, mm-hmm. they just get it better. Who do you think is easier to talk to? The one that's got everything or the one that's got nothing and is broken? Well, I mean, obviously the one has got nothing and is broken. Right. They're more open to hear stuff so, because they recognize they didn't get it right. They recognize their faultiness, their incorrect decision-making. They, they have failed more times. And the person who's got it all has not failed. And what do you failure, think? I think you failure were, makes people grow, not success. Like, say you were extremely successful atheist. What's that guy? Steve Jobs. Yeah. What would make you think something's missing? Well, from what I heard, he wrote a little letter right there at the end talking about his curiosity about what happens after I die and the possibility of a God. I heard that. I don't know if it's true. Don't care. Makes the point. The only thing, to answer your question, the only thing that would do it was your death. Mm. Your imminent death. You're going to die. Oh, yeah. You're going to die. And how, how, what's going to happen afterward when the lights go out? Do my eyes open somewhere else or yeah. not? And that's a question that atheists cannot answer. That's how you guarantee it. That'll oh, shake, your, shake that, your butt oh, That's up. why they're trying to do the carbon freezing and, <laughs> you know, all that. What's it called? Uh, what is that? Oh, you just take it from Star Wars. Carbon. Right, yeah. <laughs> Carbonite. So, I can't think of that. What's actual. it called? Yeah. Where they, God, what is it called? Um, uh, the Han Solo procedure. Well, that was carbonite. I know. Well, I stop it. saying it then. <laughs> Let's go back to reality, <laughs> Mister. Snap Sci-fi. back to reality. Yeah. Oh, there goes something. Something. Anyway. Something. 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 Uh, great radio. Anyway, yeah. Just moving on. Which why? I why, feel like why? it's right on the. You t- know what's stupid to me about that? You want to freeze yourself? Why? For what? You're still going to die when, when you come up or whatever. I think, it's, I think it's they freeze their brain. And then what? And then they plant it into another body. Whenever, oh, my gosh. Once they find the... Or I think you, maybe you can do your whole body. Well, anyway, the point being is that you get to live forever or something. I don't know. What is that? Right. Yeah, you got to... They're scared to, to die. Forever. Scared to die. So let's... you know, Or they're... One, I wonder if they're... So that's not why they're doing the artificial intelligence stuff. Because... They can kind of figure that maybe somehow they can meld yeah. their, you know, their spirit, their soul with. Well, first of all, is this even real? Has anyone ever been frozen and still still alive or something? Shoot, I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? So I've heard of it. But who knows? Cryogenics? I think you're getting somewhere. It sounds good. <laughs> hey, we're getting somewhere. Cryogenics. That, that might be it. I think that might be it. Forever Young. Mel Gibson. Yeah, you know. that was a stupid movie. <laughs> I hated that movie. <laughs> Y'all are all stupid. That's so dumb. <laughs> a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> There's so many movies about it, though, and I think people don't want to die. I think I think 
the atheist. I think people who are on the fence about God don't want to die because they're not sure where they're going. They're not sure what's going to happen. Would you want to die if you were told you're going to hell? Hey, Henry, you're going to hell. Yeah, if I didn't believe in hell, then whatever. Well, but you got to wonder, the closer you get to death, everybody wonders. Oh, you got to wonder. You got to wonder. What if? Stop playing around, man. What you know you I'm wonder. Wrong. Yeah, what, what, what if? What if I've just been missing it? Now there's, it's so funny because in life, there's a billion choices. Right now, I could choose to do a billion things, right? I could stand up on this table right now, right? If I want to, I could kick. In my break. In my break, I might fall. That's a choice. And I'd be mad. I could stand in the middle of the table in my break. I put a I lot could, of work on this table. I could stand on this leg and it ain't going to break. It's stronger over there. Or I could jump out that window and break it and jump out onto your lawn. You could. I could go up, grab my four kids and we could go off-road in your back ro- backyard, right? Yep. There's a billion choices, but when you get close to death, there ain't no choices, baby. And if you're an atheist... That'd you, be a scary. You, that's a scary thought. You start e- even if you don't believe in heaven or hell, that's just a scary thought. Yeah. Well, yeah. Suppose you've had everything good, this and that, and that's now true. it's over. Now what? It's over. And to what end? To what point? That's why everybody talks so much about legacy. Yeah. Right. And what? And and I think that's kind of a natural human instinct. Yeah. Worship me. Remember me. Well, yeah. Just you want to be raised my name. This and that. Who was it? A John MacArthur that was on. Uh, I was listening to, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Gosh, I listen to his podcast more than Well, you can't me. remember nothing. Jason Whitlock. Oh, his there you podcast. go. There you go. Um, or he's not afraid or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, but Jason Whitlock's podcast, and he was inter- interviewing John MacArthur. And Whitlock's pretty dang popular and doesn't really get intimidated by anybody. But he, you could tell he was kind of, oh, my gosh, this is John MacArthur. Okay. And I don't, John MacArthur, I don't know who either of these people are. Well, John MacArthur's about. a huge pastor, very okay. godly man. Okay, so John MacArthur made Whitlock nervous. Yeah, and Whitlock's an atheist or something. No, he's no, he's a Christian. Oh, he's no, a Christian. No, no. Okay, and uh, so he was in the presence of greatness. Yeah, but he asked, he and and MacArthur was so cool. He didn't act, and he is bigger than Jason Whitlock. Okay, wow, long shot. Okay, um, and Jason Whitlock's pretty dang well yeah. known, but. Anyway, and he asked MacArthur what he wanted his his uh, what's the word we were just eulogy saying? or something? No, but it's just his Tombstone. memory of him to be his legacy. Oh, his legacy. And MacArthur said, "I don't care. Put me in the ground." That's right. I don't care. There you go. It doesn't matter. Who are you? I don't matter at all. That's right. That I have served Christ in everything I do is what matters. How people That's remember right. me doesn't matter at all. But man, you I, you, you know, know there's a song about that. I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care what people say about me or yeah. something. Oh, that's true. That's true. Only Jesus. Who sings it? Georgia Clay, maybe. But I love that song uh, because it is. They get it. I'm like, what legacy? Who are you? Well, like, be, cut, because cut as a Christian, I mean, you almost think that you want to have. You want to leave a legacy of having pointed people to Christ. Like that is how I hope people remember me. But as far as having it be an actual legacy, who cares? Who cares what my legacy is? It's not about me. Like I think the second you start making it about your legacy, I'm right. 
you got a problem. You got a problem, which we we definitely all have Heart problems. Check. I mean, we Heart all, check. man, if that's your yeah, but let's be aware. But let's be aware. Yeah, we all have problems. But if you don't have Christ, man, that's all you got. Yeah, is your legacy. That's it. Yeah, like yeah. somebody somebody like me, it doesn't have any biological children, and that you know, yeah, I mean, that would be if if I was a if I was a an atheist that was doing pretty well, all I would have is legacy. And I, let me tell you, that would be really important to me. As it stands, I'm like, it, you know, it's so it's such a comforting thought to understand. How about this? Do you think Satan cares about your legacy? I think he cares that I care about my legacy. Yeah, but do you think he cares about your legacy? If oh, you're yeah. an atheist, you know? Oh. No, he don't care. I don't care either. That's what's funny about it all. If you are an atheist and you left, you you know, you left a, a mark in the stone that would last a thousand years. Time doesn't stop. Time goes on. You will be forgotten. If your your memory, people who love you, whatever, you will be forgotten. I don't know 90% of our ancestors, brother. We've got a book that tells it all. I don't know. I, I read it through at one time. It was interesting at the moment. I don't no, remember I those people. I forgot about that book. That would be a cool It's like a lineage thing. Yeah, it's yeah. got all their stories and stuff. Well, I nowadays, know. you can just go to ancestor.com. Yeah. I feel if like you we should get to. a dollar for me ringing I'll that out there. Out. No one cares. About ancestor.com? Dot come on. Dot come on, man. <laughs> I feel like we could start a website called Doc. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to focus. Doc, come on, man.com. Uh, We're on to something. Uh, Genius. All right, I'll give you something to think about. All right. The movie Troy. Oh, yeah. Remember when his mama? About, yeah. Achilles is in the, yep. you know, he's with his mom. She's in the yep. water walking around and they're talking. Yep. And she's like, if you go, you know, you have two choices. You could sit here and stay here yeah, yeah, and have wife and kids and their kids will love you and their kids will love you. And eventually you'll, your name will be forgotten, but you could go to Troy and you could fight and the legend of your name will go on forever. Yeah. And she didn't, she wanted him to stay. She wanted him to stay and she goes, but I'll never see you again. And you know, but he gone. But the history they care more about the, the pages of history will yeah. remember your name forever. She, she didn't want him to go, but she also was like, But you could re- be remembered forever. See, I'm like, why didn't she just lie to him? She wasn't a Christian. She could lie if she wanted to. Because it's a stupid movie. Uh, if I was her, I'd have been like, if you stay, your name will be remembered <laughs> through all time. But if you go, you'll be wiped <laughs> off the planet and within a year all will have forgot your name. Yeah, right. Yep, but she was she was thinking she was wise, right? Oh yeah, you know clearly they weren't thinking about Christ or what that's really right. really matters in no. his life. But it was funny, you know. That's what people want. But he was. What did he say to that one guy? Some guy was oh some, yeah. some, a young kid or something was like, "There's a big guy out there, and no one wants. Everyone's yeah. scared to fight him." and I wouldn't and want to said, fight him. What about you? Are you scared? No, he just said, I, I wouldn't said, want to fight him. Yeah. And he said, that's why your name will not be. That's remembered. why no one will remember your yeah. name. 
<laughs> and it's kind of messed up. It was it's kind of funny though. But all this <laughs> all this drama, all this confusion for for humans cuz the Bible says we're like sheep, right? Yeah. Well, super sheep are dumb. Sheep are stupid. Yeah. Oh well, we are like sheep. And we, I know that's why anytime we get I, anytime I hear see stuff. those signs they're like don't be a sheep, be a lion. I'm like, well, <laughs> Well, actually, no. I am a sheep. <laughs> actually, and it's a lot of Christians that I see put that. And I understand what they're trying to say. They're saying just don't go around just falling. But you're supposed to be a sheep. Problem is you're following the wrong shepherd. Yeah. You know, and then don't let it be your power that speaks out, but let it be the power of the Holy Spirit that speaks through you. Yeah. Be the sheep with the lion that stands behind you. How about that? Yeah. There you go. That's more like it. How about that? You ain't no lion. But we are sheep. We ain't no lion. <laughs> okay. I mean, and the then if you laughable. if you consider yourself a lion, like you're a lion until you end up against the wrong, the other lion. Yeah. Uh, you know. You, you can't do this stuff. You, you, of our own selves. Right. If it was just our own selves against Satan yeah. with no Holy Spirit. Annihilation. Game over. Yeah. You got bent over and spanked. Game over. You know? Yeah. But again, the whole idea being, don't you don't you need to fail? I guess, and it's is it in order to be broken. The brokenhearted doesn't and and I think even Jesus in in the uh you got to be broken. Sermon on the Mount talks that's, about the meat. That's a good way to kind of wrap this up, Gabe. Like, and I'm glad. I'm so glad you said that because that because when I was thinking about this this week, um, it, it uh, I was thinking about the faithfulness of God in allowing us to become broken, and that scripture that that. Uh, that talks about, I believe it's in Corinthians, but that talks about turning, turning an unrepentant person over to the devil out of the yeah. church. Yes. So that their soul might be saved. Leave him to Right. Save. It's his faithfulness of allowing us, uh, his, the, his allowing us to become broken when we're unrepentant is his faithfulness to us so that it forces us to turn to him. Yeah, let Satan slap him around a little bit. <laughs> Dad's prayer for me when I was, yeah, I mean, that's You it. know, that's what it is. I'm going to remove my hand from you. Satan's going to slap here you around go. a little bit. Yeah, and but I'll be here when you're when, when you're ready. Yep. I'm I'll, right here. I'll always be here. I'm a step away. I'm right here. Yeah. I'm right here. You know, Dad, Dad prayed over me when I was backslidden when I was young. Do whatever you've got to, to, to him short of taking his life to get him to turn back to you. Yep. That was dad's prayer for me. Yeah. You know, that's. He, he didn't, for the record, have to pray that for me. That's true. I tried to drag you down the hill. <laughs> you did. That's what, that's not the lie. No, that's that the is truth. no lie. Yep. Yep. I wanted to. I think you're the only one he had to pray that over. Yeah. It was bad. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, what, Dad? What did you pray yeah, over and here? I went, and it's crazy because I went through some crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have been through a windshield. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a funny thought. I've never been through a windshield. It's crazy to think about. And I still remember waking up, and it's dark, and there's lights everywhere flashing, and 
people and I can't figure out what's going on. I really was confused to what's going on because you can't How feel anything. 23. 23. Or 22. 22, 23, something like that. Yep. Yeah. It's like, important. He just was part, part of the way through a windshield, just hanging through a windshield. He was breaking you down piece by yeah. piece. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to let you go through it so that I you think, have to look to me. I think of that beautiful imagery of the verse that says, Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. Yeah. Not kick it open. Yeah. I'm knocking. I just, that I've seen pictures and depictions of that. It's the best thing it. It really captures everything about who Jesus is, and he wants us. Yeah. He's like, I'm knocking. Ugh. Mm-hmm. But you're too prideful. You don't open the door. It's just sad to me. Oh, yeah. If you even look at the, I can't look at the picture without tearing up for people. Of and him I, standing at the door and knocking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's He's see. standing at the door knocking. Then we'll, we need that picture in here. We'll not answer. It's just, it's heartbreaking. That's what, don't give up. Don't give up on the people that are around you. Those people need prayer. Yeah. A lot of prayer. What Above all else, be praying. Be living your life in a way that makes them want to know what you know, who you know. You know, don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop. Shall we pray? Yeah. Dear Father, we thank you that you stand at the door and knock. Lord God, we thank you that you submit us and and turn us over to the devil when we stray so that we might return our eyes towards you or turn our eyes towards you in the first place. Lord, help us to be a witness to those around us and to never give up on them. Father, we love you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. Stinker. That's how you brought it, it up. It was an accident. You need to just. You're relax. an accident. <laughs>